Hi guys, this is Joe from the Power Records podcast here in beautiful Toronto, Canada. Welcome everybody. This podcast is about vinyl records selling, vinyl records collecting, vinyl records in general, how you can make a business out of selling vinyl records. So tune in as often as you can. I'll give you the information you need, the little tips you need to build your business. And you know, folks, the pandemic that we have going on, you hear about it in the news every single minute. You turn on the TV and the radio. It's changed a lot. It's changed our buying habits. For instance, did you know that smoked meat and cheese sales have gone up since the pandemic? That's right. A lot of people at home enjoying smoked meat and cheese from all over the world. Everybody, the young people and old people are buying more of this item because they're more at home than they ever have been. So they're eating these things maybe they never ate as much before because they were going out to restaurants. So now they order them themselves. Monopoly games have got the sales of Monopoly has gone up 20% during the pandemic. No surprise there. People stay home, they have nothing to do. You know, there's only only so much of Borat that you can watch on Netflix and so much of everything else out there. So people turn to board games. You never would think, but yes, the sales of Monopoly have gone up 20%. And you know what else has gone up? Probably by about 25 to 30%, the sale of vinyl records. And here's where you and I come in, where we need to think of how to build a business around this because it's an easy business to run. Uh, Vinyl records are easy to ship. Standard prices are usually between $12 and $15 across country. Uh, Canadian, that's it, that that is. Um, It's an easy item to inventory, to keep in your collections. And of course, if you don't sell the item, you could always keep it in your collection and listen to it. It's a great item to sell because people love listening to music now. They're more at home, they're collecting more vinyl music sales have skyrocketed more than the more selling outselling I should say uh, CDs uh, and cassettes of course Uh, and um, and you know what it's a good thing Uh, and it's all types of music selling it's rock it's soul it's disco it's everything that's selling Uh, I've noticed my sales have shot up quite a bit on eBay mostly on Amazon, my sales have gone up quite a bit. So you could sell on both of those formats. If you have a collection of records to sell, go ahead and do it and make some money because people are buying vinyl records. So people have asked me, where do I get these vinyl records? I live out in Timbuktu. How do I get vinyl records? Well, it's easy if you live in a city, for instance, in you know my city here in Toronto, there's lots of brick and mortar stores. Uh, But, guys, remember that you can buy your vinyl records on some of the record sites like Discogs and Music Stack. You can make a deal with some of the sellers out there and buy, you know, 10, 15 records and ask for a discount. And 
get what we call a, you know, a, um, a shipping price, which is um, relevant to your area, and what we call combined shipping. Ask for a combined shipping price, because you know the price of shipping is very expensive. But if you combine the shipping, and you can combine it sale into a wholesale order, you know, sometimes, well, most of the time actually, the dealer will work something out for you and you can ship 10 to 15 records to your location. And sometimes I average the price to be about eight bucks a record for a standard record. And if you go to a brick and mortar store, it's something like $20 for the same record. So there's something you can do there if you live out in Timbuktu. Um, you know, I know some of the some of these sellers out out that way, you know, towards Western Canada here, have problems getting a hold of records, and that's a lot. That's where a lot of my sales are out to Western Canada because they don't have a lot of brick and mortar stores out there. But it doesn't mean you can you can't get the records now through mail. And by the way, shipments of mail have gone up quite a bit because everybody's ordering online. Um, so you can order by mail and you can get it uh, shipped to your home with uh, quantities between 15 and 20 records. So there's nothing wrong with doing that. So you can get them from flea markets. If, uh, you know, we have a flea markets here in, in uh, Ontario. There's a few of them here. Uh, they, they seem to be more and more popular with records. Uh, as I said, more and more brick and mortar stores. And a lot of the chain stores uh, like Walmart, uh, Best Buy, kind of dabbling in selling records as well too. If you're into selling or, or, or buying brand new records and then selling them as well too. You can make money doing that. A lot of people want new records and um, you can buy these new records and, and turn it over for a profit as well too. Nothing wrong with doing that as well. So those, those are your options guys. Uh, and if you are interested in hearing more about that, you can fire me an email. Uh, by the way, I do have a Facebook page. It's called Power Records and Music. Power Records and Music. And a couple of changes I've made to that Facebook page. First off, if you need to contact me, as I said, you click that email button and let me know you want more information on how to get wholesale records, how to get quantities shipped to your home, how to convert the costs of records into profits. I can give you any information that you can think of for free because all I want is to see you be successful. Uh, uh, one more thing to add there, guys. If, and I'll talk more about this in a minute, if you want more information, you can get my ebook. Yes, but you know what? I'm not selling it to you. I could give it to you. Just let me know in quotations on the uh, Facebook page where you can email me on my Facebook page. Tell me I am a listener and I'll send you a copy of the ebook for free. Save yourself a few bucks. And some of you have already requested my ebook. Thank you. And that's my appreciation for you listening to this podcast. I will send you a free copy of the ebook. Just say, tell me that you're a listener and I'll send it to you right away. So that gives you a, like a nice little, it's kind of like a summary, uh, you know, kind of like uh, something you can start off with if you're starting a business and selling vinyl records. It's a nice little book to have, a nice little guide to have, which I made a few years back, but information is still valid. So, guys, I have a Facebook page called Power Records and Music, and what I've done there is I list the current podcasts on that um, Facebook page. I also have links to my sales that I, or my store that I have on eBay, 
where I sell vinyl records uh, and I have the I had also attached the videos the music videos associated with that particular record that I have just so you have a taste of the music you have a, a visual on how the record looks if you want to buy the record you click the pick and it directs you right to my ebook page and you could buy the record so guys I have another offer for you as well too if you want to um, you know make an offer on one of those records that I have listed on my ebook e, uh, sorry on my Facebook page you can click the link make an offer and put in brackets I am a listener on the offer page that you want to bid on a record and I will give you first dibs of the offer. If it's a legit offer, uh, sometimes I get three or four offers on a record, I will consider you first because you are a listener. Just, you know, make an offer on the ebook page, uh, sorry, on the eBay page, and I will send you um, the record with the associated cost that you bid on it, uh, and that's pretty cool. If you, can, if you want to do that, by all means, have a go at it. So yeah, I have that on my Facebook page. Have any news items uh, about um, any current events going on in the music industry. So I'm really, really trying to build up. But you should join the page, get into the club, into the uh, Facebook club, into the Power Records page, become a member, uh, like it, all that stuff that Facebook does. And I'll include you in any offers, give you first tips of any offers on vinyl records, and so any promotional items that will help you with your store uh, if you are uh, in the business of selling vinyl records. Maybe you have a brick and mortar store. Maybe you have a um, online store. Um, I can I can give you uh, any information you need to help your business. If you become a member on the Facebook page, just click like and then you'll continue to get promotions that I offer on the page. So yeah, that's the Power Records and Music page. So guys, not, I need to tell you about uh, a couple of things today, about uh, things that I've kind of noticed that I should pass on to you. And one thing that's top of mind today is the current rating systems for uh, understanding and grading records. Uh, how many times have you got a record and it was graded falsely? Maybe not on purpose, maybe because uh, the person selling you the record really didn't know about the guidelines and about the rating systems when they're selling a record. That's quite possible. Uh, there are a few sellers out there that are ignorant of the rating system and um, rate it as too high when they know it's actually lower because they want to make a sale. I will tell you folks, with vinyl records, that is a mistake. Uh, you don't have to be a connoisseur of vinyl records to understand if somebody's rating something near mint and they get scratches on the record, that it really is very good or maybe good. Uh, and you can't pull the wool over everybody's eyes. Now, for those, for those of you that have dealt with the really experienced record dealers out there, the people that really know and are very finicky about how they get records, then you're, you're gonna have a big problem on your hands uh, because um, if there is a scratch on the record and you rated it near mint, well, they're not gonna put up with it. They're gonna send that record back to you. 
incidentally, folks, uh, just to talk about that a bit too, you may think that when you get a return, okay, that you are just getting the return and you pay them the cost of the record and um, the, the price they included to ship the record. Well, guess what? If you do a return, you have to pay for the return. <laughs> don't, don't think that if, if the cost of the shipment and the record was 50 bucks, you're going to give them $50. You're giving them also the $10 or $15 the shipping record back to you, which really, <laughs> the best thing to do, folks, if you, you run into this situation, is try to work out a discount with the customer. It's a lot cheaper for you to work out a discount than paying for shipping a second time, if you know understand what I'm saying. Uh, so just be careful when you are getting a return back that you are crediting the around right amount back to your customer. So going back to um, rating systems, remember that if the record is mint, if the record is mint, what is it? It, it is brand new unopened, in the seal, price tag on. Everything is fresh off the racks. It cannot be used. That is mint. Many sellers think that it's a brand new record opened. No, no, no. What does that mean? A brand new record opened is near mint. And near mint means untouched as well too. All shiny, no fingerprints, no scratches, no blemishes. It's near mint. It's what it means. It's just opened once, maybe once, and never played. That is near mint. Those two categories are super important, guys. A lot of sellers get it mixed up that if the record looks brand new, when they pull it out of the sleeve, it is mint. That is incorrect. It is not mint. Mint is brand new. Near mint is opened record not played okay so everything from there make it gets if you think that's complicated then it gets even more very good plus is pretty much pretty much a record that is very very clean with hardly no scratches on it whatsoever and the sleeve is perfect again very good is a record that is clean used but no blemishes no scratches and a clean cover. That's what a very good plus is. Again, people get mixed up and they rate that as a near mint. No, no, that's not a near mint. Very good means, yeah, it's got a couple blemishes on it, maybe some scratches, but the scratches are not audible. So many times you look at a record and your customer looks at it and they say, man, it's got one or two scratches on it uh, what's happened here well basically uh, sometimes those scratches are not audible it may be something where you know it goes into sleeve it dings the part of cardboard on the sleeve going in you get a little scratch on it and people think that's gonna skip not all the time and sometimes it's not audible which means you can't hear that pop 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 you know when you hear the pop 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 when you put on the old records Sometimes you get a scratch and it's not audible. You can't hear that pop. Very rare. That does happen though. So be careful when you're rating it. The best thing to do, guys, is, and I know it's a lot of work, and I do this with my daughter. Every time I pick up a bulk of 
25 to 30 records. I play them. It takes a while, but I play them uh, because you never know what you find. Uh, for instance, the other day, uh, and this is true story, guys, I bought a Can't Buy Thrill record. Did you know that that record is very hard to come by now? Steely Dan Can't Buy Thrill. It goes for between 40 and $50. I don't know why, uh, but it's difficult to get that record. Anyways, I bought it from a local flea market here uh, not too long ago. I guess it was in the summertime. Looked spectacular. The cover looked great. You know, there was hardly any scratches that I could see. I mean, I usually hold it up to light. I didn't see any. And I didn't play it. I just decided to send it off because I got an instant sale. By the way, if you do list that record, most likely you'll sell it like right away. Uh, it's, the problem is it's very difficult to get, and the problem is you gotta you gotta really knock up the price on that to make some profit off it. But I I found somebody that would buy it out in BC, British Columbia, and I got a return on, request on it because it skipped on the very first song on this side one, which is kind of upsetting. So it's good to test your records if you can. Uh, you know maybe you want to put on a record while you're having dinner. You know, play a second record next day, but listen to them all if you're buying in bulk. Test them out because you don't know what you're going to find. So again, very good is, you know, you get some blemishes on it, you know, you get some some scratches on it, uh, but it's not, it's not a record that you can't play. You can play it without too much inter interruption. Uh, you're going to have some ring wear on the record. You know what ring wear is. Ring wear is where you get an imprint of the inside of the record on the outside of the of the record. Now, how can you avoid that? Well, uh, not by stacking records one on top of another. You're going to get ring wear. Uh, by not having any sleeves on the record, you're going to get ring wear. Um, so, you know, you can avoid that easily in house storage. Uh, but if you get a little bit of ring wear, a little bit of scuffing, a little bit of scratches, and the record plays, it qualifies as a very good. Now, when you qualify something as good, it means it's kind of a roughed up record. You're going to get a, uh, a cover on it, which got, it's got some edge wear, it's got ring wear, uh, it's got some creases and folds on the cover. The record has got some blemishes on it, and you're going to get some pings and pops. If you get pings and pops while you're playing the record, don't rate it any higher than good. And then, if you sell the record, my advice to you guys, that you tell the customer that it is a good record, even though you say it's a good record on the rating. You know why? Some people don't look at the rating. All right? And you've got to tell them, listen, guys, I thank you for the sale, but did you know... Did you notice that the record is rated as good? There are some um, wear, so there's some wear in the record, there's some wear on the cover. I'm letting you know before I ship it. And sometimes they do change the rents. Oh, thanks for sh showing that. No, um, don't ship it. I want my money back. Um, just make sure, especially with good, because if the good records that you ship are pretty bad shape. Uh, and sometimes the collector wants it for the collection. They don't really care but sometimes they do care. So make sure you, when you make the sale, you let them know what it's all about in terms of the uh, rating system that it is a good record. You have to double check with them on that.
So guys, if you need more information on rating systems, I will tell you there's a lot of them out there. There's a gold mine rating. There's many, many types of rating systems. Stick to the basics, guys. Don't get it, don't overcomplicate it. The best thing to do is overrate the record, right? Um, sometimes uh, I I mention that in my in my ads. A lot of people wonder, whoa, Joe, the record looks so good on the picture, but when I arrived, because I use a lot of stock photos, Discogs uses all stock photos. Ebase sometimes uses stock photos. I use stock photos because it's faster for me to list. But make sure your description, and you can put it in there, your description is accurate and and sometimes you rate it um, with very, very aggressively and you let your customer know that you're rating it very tightly so that they understand that you're very uh, strong on, on how you list records and that you're not lying about the condition of the record uh, going forward. Uh, but it's very important you stick to the basics. What I just mentioned here, just go by that and you can't go wrong. Um, and sometimes, and it slips through the cracks, sometimes you make a mistake and you look at the record a second time and you go, oh geez, it's not a very good plus. Just fire them an email and say, guys, I looked at the record again, to your customer I should say, I looked at the record again, I do notice a few blemishes, this is really a very good. Be honest, be upfront, be transparent, whatever you wanna call it, make sure that they know that uh, you're an honest seller and they'll buy off you again and again, like my sellers. A lot of them come back for more and that's what you want. You want your customers coming back for more. So again, guys, email me if you have any questions and I hope that your business of selling vinyl records is going strong right now. We're in a good time uh, for, uh, for selling vinyl records. Keep at it uh, every, every so often. I'll try to give you tips. Uh, more tips on selling vinyl records um, and again um, stick to it over and out guys and we'll talk to you soon this is the power records podcast bye now